y'all it's your girl chanel now i need y'all to come on in so we can talk so go on go sit down take a seat hey y'all hey it's mimi with the hot seat are y'all ready we got some sizzling shit see you soon hey you all it's tori so come on in and stay tuned hey broskies it's your girl angela marie y'all ready let's go hey everybody What's up? Yeah. Hey, Welcome to episode eight of the Hot Seat Podcast right here on Dow House Radio. I am Angela Marie. We've got all the ladies, Mimi, the nerdy. Hey, y'all. We've got Miss Nail in the building. And we've got Tori in the building. What's up, ladies? All right. I hope you all ready for a super dope show tonight. We do have our guests coming on tonight. I'm going to talk about that in just a second. But listen, we are live every single Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central. And of course, if you're on the West Coast, that's going to be 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Make sure that you tune in every single Friday with us. All right, we stream live to Facebook, we stream live to Twitter, we stream live to YouTube. So it doesn't matter what your social media pleasure is, you can find us on those platforms. There's also a link to the link tree where you can find all of the shows and where we stream live to. So make sure you check that out. Now it's Friday. And if you know, you know, you know, if you've been watching the show for a little bit, you've been tuning into some of the other episodes then you know on fridays we sit so before we get into our guest who's coming on tonight i'm so super excited about this interview and i hope he is ready for what is about to go down but um fridays we sit we like to toast up we like to get a little toasty a little feeling good get that little buzz going before we get into the show so tonight, ladies, let's talk about what you're drinking on. I'm going to start, you know, I'm doing something a little bit different tonight. Tonight, I am doing a ginger lime vodka Ooh. paired with a truly original lemonade hard seltzer. This one, this one's got me a little tipsy tonight, y'all. I ain't going to even lie. I sipped it and I was like, whoa. Can you put the, okay. the bottle up to the camera for me? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I love me some ginger with your bougie self. Okay. Miss Bougie in the house. Something I'm a little different. You. Something a little different. All right. Tori, what you sipping on tonight? <laughs> so for starters, so y'all know, I apologize if I sound dull today. It's no disrespect at all. I'm just getting in town. I was about five hours away with my mom. Just getting in town. You know I couldn't miss this for the world. So I got her bougie glass. With Modelo in it. I didn't have no other glass, nice. but I had to get the most bougie thing. So all we need is Angie's drink and this for her with her bougie self. Right. Yes, indeed. Absolutely. I like the glass, though. Right. It's cute. It's cute. I want it. I might have to take it for me. 
Miss Nell, what you sipping on tonight? Something simple. Uh, my chocolate wine, my chocolate shop. Oh, oh, that looks yeah. good. That mm -hmm. looks so good. That's all. And what you snacking on tonight? Corn nuts and chocolate oh. wine. Hold up, hold up, hold up. <laughs> Them nuts and chocolate, there you go. Oh, wait. My corn nuts with tahini. Oh, that sounds so good. Nuts and chocolate wine. Okay. And she want to talk about my corn dog with my relish. It is enough said. No, that was a chili dog with your relish. And we're not going to yeah, roast on bad. you tonight on that one. My bad. We're not going to do it. We're not going to do it. <laughs> Me Mimi, what you sipping on tonight, boo? Yeah. I just got a little strawberry fruit cocktail. That's all. Look at you. Know. All I got going on here with some strawberries and pineapples. So what a fancy pineapples. Can I see you eat that strawberry? <laughs> <laughs> you want me to eat the you want me to eat yeah, the strawberry? Do. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. That's my fix for tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. So in true hot seat podcast fashion let's go ahead and toast up let's hope we can find the cameras this time we we got the toast going i got it halfway partially all right oh yes indeed okay we all almost right. got it y'all we almost right. got it <laughs> all right everybody so tonight we have a special guest interview we are going to be bringing on this artist we think he is pretty dope and so we can't wait to bring him on. Also, later on in the show, we are going to be um, having a conversation about body positivity. So that will be coming up after the break. But in about four minutes here, we are going to be bringing on the artist Zim. And he is, he's dope, y'all. He's hella dope. We listened to a track of his, and I want to say immediately we all fell in love. Okay, this is a grown folk show. This is a grown and sexy show. So there is nothing like listening to some grown and sexy music. And so I feel that vibe from him. You know what I'm saying? So I'm looking forward to speaking with him and, you know, just learning more about him. And ladies, what y'all excited about? Because I know y'all ready to talk to him. Honestly, I'm excited about listening to the full song like just after the show i, I just want to listen to the song honestly and getting to know him yeah i want to pick his brain like just, pick his brain just a little bit i think mimi want to get into all into his personal business Yes, just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Because that one question probably going to explain a whole lot. I agree. Let me say to you guys, if you are an indie music artist and you want to come on and be featured, know that we do feature an indie music artist every month. So we do take submissions for that. You want to make sure that you email us at thehotseatpodcast at gmail.com. Make sure you send your bio or one sheet. Make sure that you send a photo and also make sure that you send either your music. We prefer in MP4 
um, format since this is a visual platform that way people can see your videos um, or if you have a YouTube video that's even better definitely send that as well and so that we can post it and showcase you on here so don't be afraid make sure that you you know send your submissions in we definitely review them and we will get you booked for the show two minutes y'all two minutes we are counting down until we bring on actually one minute now until we bring on our guest but how's everybody feeling tonight feeling good I'm, I'm good feeling real good yeah real good i'm sure yeah, you just emptied that bottle. Mm -hmm. I'm not calling me out like that. <laughs> oh, so I want to thank Kalo for talking about my hair. Thank you. Y'all know I had to straighten it. I had to do something with it. I got tired of doing the curls. I told so you it was Kalo. so pretty. Kalo, don't be boosting her you. ego on this thank show. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> don't do it. Oh, and then you say she look like Aaliyah. Okay, I love that. She does. She thank does. you. Yeah. Just so you guys know, you can comment. We look at all the comments. Everybody has access to see the comments, so make sure that you comment, ask questions. We love for your interaction on the show. If you want to come up here and chat with us when we are talking about different topics and things, make sure that you let us know in the comments so we can get you the link so that you can come up and talk. But yep. We'll get back to that. Right now, it is the time to bring our artists in. I hope you guys are ready. So everybody, welcome to the show. Zim. Hey. Hello. Welcome to the show. Can y'all see me good? I'm sorry. We can see you're a little small, but we can see you. Can y'all hear me good? We yes. can great. Okay, okay. I, I, you know, I was planning to be at my friend's house. I'm on the road right now, and they're not home yet. So I'm doing this. I'm doing this in the car this time. So gotcha. y'all can hear me good. Y'all can see me good. We just, we just gonna rock. We're we, just gonna good. <laughs> we good. We good. We good. Welcome, welcome. We are so happy to have you tonight. Yes, thank you. It's, it's good to be here. Good, good. So first thing. The name Zim. I want to ask yeah. you about that. Um, I know that originally you started out as King Zim. That's correct. Yeah, I was King Zim for a long time, um, since like high school. And um, my last name is Zimmerman. No relation. And um, <laughs> I gotta keep saying that because touche. After you, okay. No matter what happens, he always finds his way back in the news after people have forgotten about him. But anyway, yeah. Um, so I was Kings in for a long time. During the pandemic, <clears throat> you know, we all went through a lot of changes. And um, I kind of, you know, I had some dark moments, but it, it, it gave way to, to, to some enlightening moments, you know what I mean? And um, I still, I've always been Zim. That's always just kind of been how people address me. But I wanted it to have its own meaning. I wanted it to be spelled in a way that had meaning to me, not just something that was given to me, you know? Mm. Okay. So, um, see if I get the light a little bit, there we go. So, I was going through numbers in my head, one, two, three, four, five, the significance of each number, how each number sort of has its own meaning, you know what I mean? Um, mm -hmm. And I could get into all of that, you know, on a separate tip, but when I got to 13, I felt like it was a really sacred number, you know what I mean? And people say that 13 is bad luck. I don't even know where that superstition comes from. But for me, 
13 was something that was kind of like transcendent. Mm. You know what I mean? Like you got 12 disciples, you got one Messiah. You feel me? You got 12 months, one year. You know what I mean? So I, I, I was... I was really stoned, and I was just kind of zoning in on that number, and I just wanted to spell it like that. So that's where uh, X triple I M comes from. Oh, okay. I love it. I love it. That's different. I'm going to be honest because, you know, we were having a conversation, and we were like, how do we pronounce this? What is, what, what is it? We're like, is it Zim? Is it 13 millimeters? Like, we were just covered up with stuff. We were like, what is it? I was like, I got to ask, you know, I got to ask so that we introduce him the correct way. But I love the meaning behind it. That is really deep. That is awesome. I agree. I love it. Yeah. So you could just call me Zim. That's the easiest way, you know. Okay. I love it. (laughs) I love it. I love it. So let's talk about you and music. We're going to get to some other questions as well, but I want to talk about you and music for a minute. Um, do you consider yourself a hip-hop or R&B artist? Because I know that you, you have roots in both. So what do you consider yourself? That's a good question. Um, I think right now I'm on the R&B wave. I think Ooh. right now that's, that's been what's inspired me the most. So okay. I, I, that's probably the easiest way to categorize it. But I started out as a rapper, and I started playing guitar and singing and moving through a couple of different um, headspaces with the music. But right now, I'm, I'm on my grown and sexy shit. Just Can I cuss on here? Yes. yes. If you want to stay okay. on here. I'm not, not going to be obscene, but, you know, I'm on my grown and sexy shit, just like y'all were saying. And, 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 you know, I love hip-hop. I've always loved hip-hop. But right now, I'm on that, I'm on that like, I'm on that, like, mature romance type shit. You know what I mean? Yes. That's a good choice. Good choice. I can take it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, when would you say that your music really picked up for you? I see that you went to Howard University. Yes. Super dope. Super dope. Kudos. Kudos. Um, And when would you say that your music career really picked up for you? I know that you started at a young age getting involved in music, but when do you, when do you think that it really picked up for you? Um, I would say in college at Howard, it was a great experience. I got to open up for Big Sean, Rick Ross, wow. Wale. Awesome. You know, Danity Kane, Nipsey Hussle, doing oh Homecoming at Howard. You know what wow. I mean? And performing in front of 10,000 plus people. So not only did I get to perform in front of great people and open up, um, not only did I get to perform from a lot of people and open up for a lot of great artists, it just it gave me the like I got to I got to learn being up close and personal with legendary artists at a young age. Mm-hmm. See kind of yeah. what that mentality is like, and then later on in life, I I got to see in concert Drake. Kanye, Jay Z, wow. Beyonce, Dave Chappelle, The Weeknd. Like I got see up close and personal just with the with the vibes. Like you know what I mean. So I I did a lot of touring in the years after after I went to college. I did a lot of uh, touring. I hit a lot of colleges around the country, and then the pandemic hit. So I was you know making a good living off the music. But right. The pandemic kind of shut shut that income down. So it, it kind of forced me to regroup, and that's kind of why I'm relaunching my brand with a new name and a new sound and a new energy because the things that I took for granted, being able to make a living touring the country, once I got taken away from me, I said, okay, you know, 
who am I making the music for now? Mm, you know what I mean? That. So it's picking up in a whole new way now because I'm not necessarily doing it for the college crowd or doing it for the radio. I'm doing it because this was this was the music that helped me survive. You know what I mean? Mm. So it's picking up in a new way. I got a, you know I, my manager's back in my life. I got I got a publicist now. I got a, a digital marketing strategist, and we just we really picking it up in a way that that that's never been done before. You know. You're over I there love doing it. it. Awesome. I got a question. I got a question because I'm gonna be honest. You performing in front of all these people, you wouldn't be nervous. Like I would be nervous as ever if I was performing in front of all those people. Have Have you ever been on stage? Like, have you ever performed in front of a crowd before? I've done theater. Like, I've done theater from shoot five years old all the way to college, but. I was nervous, but not to the extent of what you're doing. That is right. like some getting in your mental space to perform in front of all these people. I would have been nervous. Well, it's different because I'm writing the script, you know what I mean? And the character is me, you know what I mean? And so I, I can see yeah. the difference. But um, do you like roller coasters? Yes, I love them. Every, everything kinda, about roller coasters. It's kind of like that. Like, no matter how many times you've been up and down, when you're creeping up there, you get that fear. You know what I mean? Oh, you get that you. fear like, I'm, I'm I'm, actually in danger. I'm higher than I'm supposed to be, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you get that fear in your body. And that fear is like also anticipation. You know what I mean? And then when you right. get that rush, when you go down and nothing bad happens to you, you know what I mean? You, you go down, you come back up and, and, and you get off the ride unscathed. You get off the ride undamaged. You just want to get back on again. You know what I mean? Yes. You can't wait to get back on the roller coaster again. You know what I mean? So yes. it is a rush. It, it is. It, it does make me nervous. Um, it does, you know, kind of. But at the same time, I have the excitement because I've done it. My first time on stage, I was like five years old. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. four, yeah. four or five years old for a talent show. So I'm used to the rush going up, tick, 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 going down. The adrenaline, this is a lot. Yeah. Yes. yes, absolutely. So, absolutely. so with you doing that, you know, like going all over all over the country, um, going to different states and all that. What are like your three top destinations? Like your favorite top three destinations and why? Ooh, that's a good question. That's a good question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna start with I'm gonna start with one that's kind of unique. I went to Niger to go visit my mom. She's a missionary. Mm. And, um, well, you know, it's unfortunate that I went the secular route and she went that route. Sometimes it's a there, but she loves the boy. You know, she loves the boy. And um, I was volunteering at a um, at a, a music mission. I was, like, teaching kids guitar. And one of the musicians from that, from that particular mission was also playing at the church. And uh, so we went to church on Easter Sunday. He called me up on stage. And I'm playing the bass for the Lord on Easter Sunday in the jail with my mom. That was kind of cool. Awesome. <laughs> that was cool. Um, but in the country, I got a, I got a special love for Texas. Any of y'all from Texas? I'm living in Texas now. Yeah, me and Tori. Me I've always gotten a great reception in Texas. Austin, Houston, Dallas, anywhere I've played in Texas was special and it was a special energy there. 
Um, I love playing in Nashville. Uh, I, I did like a couple months in Nashville a few years ago. I got to ride horses and be around all different kind of music. They got pop scene, rock scene, hip hop scene, the country, the blues, all that stuff. And it was cool just hanging around a lot of different music cats. Um, of course, you know, the East Coast, I love, you know, Philly where I'm from. I love playing out in Philly. I love playing out in New York, but I've also performed out in L.A. And that was funny. Any of y'all out in L.A.? Never. I've never been. No. I've oh, no? been. Okay. No. L.A. is a vibe. L.A. is cool because it's music, comedy, film, TV. You know, you got the intellectuals, you got the political types, you got the beach, you got the mountains. It's a lot of brilliant things mixed into that social scene and I got to meet I think I think it was like Lil Wayne's guitar player and you know I mean wow. I, I could name drop I could name drop like LA people name drop but I got to just just by going to like jam sessions and hanging out in, in Hollywood I got to meet so many brilliant producers and writers and musicians and that was that was a real special real special place to play yeah awesome 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 so we do have a question from someone who uh, is actually watching. Uh, they want to know who is your inspiration or your favorite artist. Mm. Good question. Um, I've been really inspired by the weekend. I've been really inspired by the weekend. I, I think one thing that was really cool about the pandemic was when he dropped that album in the middle of the pandemic, it just kind of, I feel like for all for all the creative folks, just gave us gave us hope that like the art scene, you know, the music scene, which had kind of shut down, you know what I mean, that we could still be creative and put out a piece of work that was so good that it got him on the Super Bowl. Right. You know what I mean? That was a real inspiration yes. for me, and I was going through a breakup at the time. So, <laughs> oh man, oh wow, oh. I can relate. I can relate. <laughs> oh, <Word. laughs> Damn, no. Yeah, he's 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 one of my favorites. Um, you know, I, I really like Drake's latest project. Young Thug is one of my favorite artists. Mm. Um, I really like James Blake. You know what I mean? He, he's been real consistent. I really like, you know, uh, Travis Scott, despite his latest scandal. Um, I know. But, uh, yeah, you know, a lot, a lot of good music been coming out. Awesome, awesome. So we are going to get into uh, playing a video of one of your songs. Um, I do want to ask you, though, what drives your creativity? You know, are you do you just create? create music you know based off of personal experiences or you know what is your inspiration when it comes to your music like what gets you going that's a good question um i'm a storyteller you know what i mean and mm-hmm. you know i've been in and out of love i've had a lot of friends coming out of my life i've had an interesting family story but i think that the most important thing about a story is that it relates to the people that you're telling it to. You know what I mean? Like, my story should give you some information about your life in Mm. some way. So whenever I sit down and write, whenever I'm freestyling with the band, or whenever I'm, you know, in my creative mode, I'm I'm, I'm not not just trying to be here. I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be here. You know what I mean? I'm trying to Mm -hmm. tell a story that, I'm trying to tell a story that everybody can, yeah, they can ride the wave and relate it to themselves. 
So uh, that's what inspires me is just my community, my, my creative community, my personal community, the women in my life, my friends, the men in my life. Um, and, yeah, just make it, just make it something that I feel is going to connect. That's, that's, that's what inspires me. I like I that. It. So Ryan Peterson it. has a question. He said, Zim, do you like any instrumental classical music? Philip Glass, for example. You said you said Philip Glass. Glass yeah, Glass? Philip Glass for an example. Okay, um, I do like instrumental music. I like um, you said instrumental classical. Instrumental. Yeah. Yeah. Classical. Classical. yeah do you like instrumental or classical, or classical music? I do. I do. Um, especially like when I'm with my band, they listen to a lot of that type of stuff. So when wow. I when we have long road trips, eight, ten, twelve hour road trips. They like to challenge their ear with really complex mm -hmm. instrumental mm -hmm. music. Wow. You know what I mean? Whereas I like that stuff, but me being the front man, sometimes on the opposite, I might listen to like a speech or an interview. Mm. You know what I mean? To get inspiration because I'm, I'm bringing that aspect. That the like I, sometimes I feel when I'm on stage like I'm a, like I'm a preacher. You know what I mean? I'm I trying like to, I'm trying to get people closer to the spirit. So I do right. like instrumental music, but a lot of times what inspires me is more so like like the charisma based type stuff. You know what I mean? Mm. Okay. Good, good. Okay, so we are going to actually get ready to play your video for Stalker. And we love love you just don't know how much we love Stalker. Yeah, you don't know. That's so, so good. <laughs> She's like, you so don't know. Good. You have no idea. We love it. <laughs> So can you kind of tell us, though, before we introduce the video, what was, or is there a story behind Stalker, or? I hope not. Well, I was collaborating with a friend of mine. He actually came up with that line, mm. loving you got me feeling like a stalker. And I just thought that was so brilliant. And the thing about him is English is not his first language. Wow. You know what I mean? He's, a, he, he's, he's African, and some of the phrases that he comes up with, it's like an English-speaking person probably wouldn't even think to say it like that. Because he's, he's, you know, he's, learning, he's learning how to be a poet in English sideways. Mm. You know what I mean? Because it's not his native that. language. So the fact that he said that, I was like, well, hold on. What, what was that? <laughs> so, um, I, you know, and we, and, and I gave him a writing credit on it. So, so we, you know, he was cool with me making my own version of the song. And, okay. you know, love can be intense. Sometimes I, I, I think what I was trying to say with that line and with the rest of the song is like, sometimes when you fall for somebody, you fall so hard that you don't want to scare them away. Mm. And you don't know if your feelings are appropriate. You know what I mean? Like, I love you so much that if you knew how much I love you, you might not even think, you might not even think that that level is, is appropriate. You know what I mean? Wow. Especially in the beginning stages, it's just like, how, how much, how much of my heart do I want to give and how much of my heart do I want to show them that I'm giving? Mm -hmm. So the character in this story is, is, is jumping head first into it and saying, you know, even though I'm, 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 I'm kind of afraid of the, the cycle of love, the ups and downs, uh, you, you know, and, and maybe some things that might have happened in my past or some anxiety about the future, like, I'm putting it out there. I'm putting my heart out there, and hopefully you love me back. 
So um, I, I, I grabbed a friend of mine, Sunny, to be the actress in this video. She's okay. a great artist as well. Beautiful girl, um, yes. And I really feel like she embodied because I, I coached her on it before before we shot it. I said, you know, what we're gonna what we're gonna show is the sort of um, not only the anticipation but the apprehension. Mm. You know what I mean? We're gonna show oh, that these two characters are falling for each other, but they're holding a little bit back because they're not really sure how much to give. But then, as the video progresses, they they they, they sort of open up and, and, and give love a chance. You know. Mm. <laughs> so that's Parker. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay, well, we're going to go ahead. We're going to get into the video, you guys. This is Stalker by Zim. What do you got for me? I'll take that off you. Let it all out on me just like I taught you. As you call my name, I never falter. Loving you got me feeling like a stalker. I want you every morning, afternoon, night. If you believe in me, I have to prove you're right. Can't even look away, can't lose out of my sight.
Yeah. Yeah. That don't make I no sense. This song is so sexy. I love it. Yeah. That's crazy. That's going on repeat. Like, I hope you know yes, that. Yes. I'm exactly. saying. That's, that's on Spotify, on Apple, on SoundCloud. So, wherever, you know, if, if y'all y'all got a sex playlist or something, you know what I'm saying? Yes. <laughs> yes. All right. I do. Surely okay. add it. <laughs> I'll be I'll be honored if y'all if, if 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 I hear that one of y'all made love to my record I feel like that was <laughs> I love it. All right, <laughs> I love it. Like that. On at more. brother Zim, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. <laughs> All right, that was so good. So, yes. what is it like in the day of Zim? What is it like? Like, what do mm. you do? What How do you I get do? started? Um, I, I you know. A good day, I wake up, I exercise, take a shower, head to the studio. Um, I might have some Hennessy, you know what I'm saying? If it's legal, I might smoke a little herb. If it's not legal, I don't do that, you know. <laughs> Depending on what state you're in, you know. <laughs> you good. Uh, <laughs> um, I like to get in the zone, and a lot of times, we're creating stuff just from scratch. We just kind of bring whatever vibe I'm bringing to the room, whatever vibe my, my producer or my band is bringing to the room. We sort of go with that and just and just just get creative. You know, we freestyle. And then uh, if we come up with something good, we refine it. You know what I'm saying? Put it on wax. Hit my manager up. Let him know we got some new heat. So that's a good day. I got other days that are kind of boring, but that's that's the kind of day that you know that, that I would like to have all the time. You know. <laughs> Okay, okay. Well, look, we've gotten the music questions kind of out the way. We want to get into some fun questions really quick here. Um, <clears throat> so wait a minute. Let me ask you this first before we get into them questions. What's your zodiac sign? I'm going to let you guess one, and then I'll tell you. Aquarius. Okay, close. Pisces. Oh, oh, me too. Oh, Nelly's a Pisces too. Word, word, word. Nell. We get a lot of hate as Pisces. I, I get stereotyped a lot, and I'm like, don't compare me to any of these other niggas. I'm, I'm just, just, just look at me. <laughs> 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 right. Just Pisces crazy though. You know that, right? I mean, you know, everybody's a little crazy. Yeah, just a little bit. Some more than others. <laughs> Not me, but okay. I, you know what? I actually, I'm a Taurus, but I actually love Pisces, and my dad was a Pisces, so I'm probably a little biased because we are bomb, though. We are. We well, I've, I've, I, I had an interesting. My first heartbreak was a Taurus, but show oh. above my heart because I loved it so much. You know what I'm saying? Oh, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry she did that. I you want us to go whoop our ass for you? Know? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I do have a wait before the Melanie before your questions. Zim, right? That's what you said. Zim. Zim. Yeah. What's your pet peeve? Ooh. Oh. Oh. That was good. Rude people. Right. Mm. It's like you could even give me some bad news in a polite way. You could tell me. Go fuck yourself in a polite way. You don't have to turn up and get all, you know what I mean? You don't have to make a fucking scene. 
You know? Right. <laughs> so, okay. That's you can true. just be like, yo, I don't like you. And I'll be like, all right, cool. You need some wine? dang. You know, you can you you can you can even give me bad news in a way that doesn't like disturb my vibration. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That's me. Just like you, 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 you that's, all that shit is unnecessary, you know. I agree. I like that. I like that. So, I have a question or Mimi, you want to get yours out the way, but I, or, go ahead. I'm going to let you get yours out the way and then I'm going to um ask talk to Zim here for a second. Oh, Lord. Okay. So what do you like to do in your downtime? Like outside of music, what else do you like to do? I would say um, my favorite thing to do outside of music is uh, is going to the movies. Oh, that's dope. What kind of movie uh, movie buff are you? Um, In oh. theaters, I'm a sucker for all the big shit. You know what I mean? Big, like Spider-Man and, you know what mm. I mean, Star Wars. Anything big and graphic, I like to get, you know, you know what I'm saying? I like to get really stoned and, and <laughs> sit right in the middle and just experience all of that. But at home, probably something a little, you know, probably something a little bit deeper. I like the gangster movies. I like I like dramas and stuff like that. Um, so, yeah. No okay. horror movies? I'm not uh-huh. really into horror. I like rom-coms. Um, but Thank I never you. Really, <laughs> I can get, I can get like, I don't mind being scared, but the torture <laughs> stuff. I never even really tried to watch like Saw and all that wild. You know what I mean? It's a little rough. It's a little rough. On my yeah, side, I, I don't Thank mind you. jumping out of my chair a little bit. You know, like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, so he can't watch movies with you, Angie. Okay, no. Thank she you. Don't have have ass, hold me tight, if you know. So how you watch the movies? <laughs> <laughs> That's what she gonna have you watching Zim music. Don't come for me in my musicals. <laughs> I happen to love musicals. Musical no, all day. Like musicals. Yeah. Also, like, like I like eating. I like going to restaurants, getting. That's Tori. Yes, that's wine. not all day. That is definitely Tori. That's me. Yes. That is. I, like love I, I, had a, love I had a job one time where I got to travel all over the country and they gave me a food budget. So, oh, I was grubbing. I, I would go to the nicest restaurant in every city, cause you know they didn't give me a whole lot, but if you spend it all in one place, you can get anything you want, you know. <laughs> okay. So I was I was Love getting it. the finest steaks, eating quail wings and oh my burgers. Gosh. Yeah, all all type of wild shit. It was great. Quail wings. I guess it's somebody else's expenses. So shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. What does that taste like? Quail, quail wings. What does that taste like? Quail wings. I mean, you know, it, it, it's, I'm, I'm gonna sound quoting right now when I say that it tastes like chicken, but it was. I knew you um, said it. It was juicy. It was. Oh, juicy. Yeah. It was. I love it. I love it. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So I have a question, Zim. Mm. So talk, talk to me about the tantric sex guru. I'm just curious to know. You gonna make that man, that chocolate man, blush? What does that all involve? It sounds interesting. I was like, what blush. is that? Please you explain. Well, my publicist must have slipped that in there. Um, because <laughs> this is because this is you know. So anyway, <laughs> so <clears throat> I read a book in my senior year of college. 
I'm still learning about the world, you know. And I was dating a girl, a very beautiful girl. It was my first, like, real, real relationship, you know, real, like, adult relationship. And we were exploring, you know what I mean? We were exploring anything and everything, you know what I mean? Sometimes I'm dressed up like a pirate, you know what I mean? Another day I might be a wounded soldier, you know what I mean? Okay, I like role play. Okay. Yeah, we try anything and everything, but we wanted to go deeper, you know, not just like, you know, <laughs> deeper, you know what I mean? And um, so I read a book about the tantric lifestyle. It changed my life. Hmm. It's like making love in a deep meditation, you know what I mean? But to describe it in a way that everyone would understand, it's like a 45-minute orgasm. Wow. Oh, yeah. Okay, I felt that in my spirit. Okay, wow, <laughs> right? It's, it's something. It's something else. It's not so. I feel like it's not something you can experience with everybody. I wouldn't even want to teach it to everybody. Mm. Yeah. That I, you know, that I date or that I happen to, to, you know, have a casual fling with. I, that's that's only reserved for somebody that you like. If you really gonna let somebody that deep into your soul, you gotta be ready for that level of intimacy. But yeah, read up on it. It's great. Okay, okay, that's interesting. So, um, speaking of, you know, interesting things, um, can you tell us a little bit about this photo? So, um, I'm kind of into the kink scene, you know, I'm Mm -hmm. like vanilla with sprinkles. Okay. You know, oh, okay, I like how he said that. Okay. <laughs> I'm like I'm like most I'm like mostly vanilla, but I like to spice things up a little bit, you know. Mm-hmm. That photo is from a kink party that I performed at, uh-huh. and the DJ was like, "Ladies want to see your body, you know what I mean? Just 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 take it all off, you know what I mean?" So I I took, I took my clothes off, I covered my junk with my guitar, and I went and there was a guy doing a demonstration with like glowing paint and handcuffs oh, I was yes. like could you just splash some of that glowing paint on my chest just to you know <laughs> okay <laughs> you know, just, just for the and we weren't it. all you know we weren't all filming shit with our cameras we weren't all just you know it was, it was it was a very discreet situation but I snuck that one little selfie in so that's me with the glowing paint on my chest almost okay alright <laughs> Hey, yes, ma'am. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, ladies. Any more questions for our guest? Me, me, hi. I'm gonna, I'm hi. I'm about to go after me. The glow dark pink. She like, oh. No, she waving herself <laughs> down. Now she waving herself down. Child, she is she. <laughs> She hot and moist over there. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't your girl. Erica in the in our uh audience, she says, When is that next tour now? <laughs> that is coming up. That is coming up. So my next single drops February eighteenth. Okay. Awesome. And awesome. uh the, the, the whole E P drops this spring. I'm thinking like late late April. Going in going into the summer. I do want to go on tour. I'm vaccinated. I don't know about y'all. Because I felt like, look, getting sick is inconvenient when you're sick. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Not being vaccinated is inconvenient all the time. So I figured if, if they killed me, I'd, you know, I'm just going to have to die. Because I'm not going to go through my life getting carted at a damn bar 
and getting turned away because I was afraid of getting the shot. So I got the shot, and I'm still fine. So if anyone's listening and you're afraid to get the shot, I survived. You'll probably survive too. But if you don't want to get the shot, that's your business. I just, like I said, I I, I wanted to go back on tour, so I wouldn't got my vaccination. But Chad. I was supposed to go to a festival this week in Mexico. Mm. Thirty thousand people that got shut down. Wow. So it's not a hundred percent up to me when, yeah. <laughs> when I'm going back on tour. But I'm, my answer to that is as soon as possible, coming to a city near you. DM me. Find, find me, DM me, let me know wh- where you at. And you know what I'm saying? I might come through for a little private concert, throw some glowing paint on my chest. You know? Okay. Yes. You hear that, Erica? What's up, Erica? <laughs> <laughs> Nell had a question. Nell, what was your question? Yeah. I did. It's the Apollo. When you went on Apollo, how was that? What was that experience like? That was cool. That was interesting. Um, One of my first mentors while I was in college put me on to the Apollo. She also hooked me up with my first vocal coach. So me and the band, we we went up to Harlem. You know what I mean? We rubbed the stump, got on stage. And there must have been a bunch of kids on a field trip or something. Because there was about six rows front and center that just booed at maximum volume every single act dang that's what they wow. came here to do wow. oh yeah but if you was dope the boom would die down and then they would get into the show but they just start before you even got a chance as soon as you start yeah. <laughs> so you know fight fighting through see but i went to howard so i was used to tough crowds mm-hmm. got you yeah. you know what i'm saying because we had signed artists come to homecoming and get booed off stage i'm not gonna mention any names you know what i'm saying because no, nobody wants to remember getting booed off stage. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, but, um, right. Howard is a tough crowd. You don't get their attention in the first five seconds. They will talk over you. Mm. You know what I mean? Wow. Whether you got a record deal or not. So I was used to tough crowds. Um, midway through the song, my guitar cut out. Oh, I, it was my first oh my song. It was a gift. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, so, my God. I was so afraid <laughs> that this shit wasn't coming through the speakers anymore. Oh wow! Oh my God! We got through it. We got we 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 almost won. We got sec, we got second place. That was good though. That's very That's good. good. You were excellent then, right? It was wow. fun time. It was good. Wow. <laughs> okay, thank you for answering that. All right. Yeah. Oh my gosh, them. It has been a pleasure talking to you. You are such a dope person, and we really hope that we get to have some of your new music here. Um, definitely on Dial House Radio on the Hot Seat Podcast so that we can play it and just let people hear this wonderful magic that is your music. Thank you. Thank you. I'll give you guys a little private show next time. I'll pull out the guitar and, you know, we'll get real intimate. Thank you. That would be amazing. That would be nice, yeah. So, look, Kalo wants to know, do you have a YouTube page? Like, what's your social media? You know, things like that. We want to know. We want to follow you. Yeah, thank you. X. I I I am thirteen milli. Spotify, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, SoundCloud. You name it, that's what it is. Okay. I'm on it. Okay. Yep. Perfect, perfect. Well, you were well, awesome. You was an awesome. Yes, guest. you were. Thank yeah, you so much, Zim. We love it. Thank we you. love it, and we cannot wait to have you back on with us. So, thank you so, so much. I, I, I have a question for y'all. Yeah. Is there any chance that my woman crush one day, woman, 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 
My woman crush Wednesday, India Morell. Is there a chance that I, I get to interview with her? I, I was told that might that might be possible because she's got her own show. Mm. Yes. Yes, absolutely. That is definitely possible. And we will make sure that you get booked for Miss India Morell's show. She's usually out there, India, if you are watching right. now. Say something. Say something <laughs> now. India, let me get let me get the pronunciation right. Yes, India. India. <laughs> Can't wait. All right. Let him stalk you. Better, better put that out there. Right. You know. <laughs> yeah, say let him stalk let you. Let him be you. your stalker. I can't now. No, I can't. Be. Let him be your stalker. I gotta, get, I gotta give a disclaimer though before before we move on. The stalker song is 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 about romance. <laughs> we don't condone any type of stalking, <laughs> harassment, spam. <laughs> we don't condone any back-to-back texts, any weird shit hiding people's bushes. <laughs> I had to say it though, Zim. I'm sorry. I had to say it. <laughs> no, because I had an incident. I don't know how much time I got, but I'm 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 I gotta put something out there, and I really even shouldn't be talking about this. But somebody tried to stalk somebody that I love through me. Oh, oh my God! Hit, hit me up talking about. Oh yeah, do you know such and such? I'm like, yeah. Oh well, I've been get. I've been mean. I've been trying to get through to her. I just thought maybe I I could ask you. I said what? How the hell? Love of her got me feeling like a stalker. I was like, nigga, don't don't you, <laughs> don't you do that? Okay. Don't you don't you do that for that disrespect? <laughs> right. That 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 was not the purpose of the thought. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> had to put that in play. It's a romantic song. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's some crazy shit right there. So, 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 no, don't be stalking people. Don't be listening to my shit and stalking people and blaming me. You know? I did not promote that. Yeah. Like, that was them. That was them that did that. You should be doing Just move on. There's a lot of fish in the sea. Don't be stalking people out here. Anyway. Thank you. Thank you. Oh my goodness. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna stop Zim. I ain't gonna say it no more. <laughs> <laughs> I had to though. <laughs> oh my goodness. Then we're definitely gonna make sure that we get you on in day show. I I did speak with her and she definitely is going to be booking you on her show as well. So Ooh, you will definitely get to meet her so we will we will rap about that i'll let you know when we make that happen for you wonderful, yeah. wonderful. you happy about that ain't you zim but <laughs> <laughs> ain't you now let me stop okay, you got him blushing girl he blushed again we got oh, him right, I'm, okay. I'm done i'm done <laughs> Next time, I'll be in, I, next time I'll be indoors as well. I'm sorry I had to do this from my car. It was a miscommunication. I was supposed to meet somebody and do the thing at, at, at their place because I'm out of town right now. But, you know, glad y'all could see and hear me, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It was amazing. Thank you so, so much, Zim. I'm going to post his, his information out there for you guys so you can follow him on social media and YouTube and all of that good stuff. And it was just a pleasure talking to you, Zim. And we hope that you have an amazing night. Thank you so much for coming on with us. You're welcome. Pleasure's all mine. 
All right, Zim. You have you a, yourself a great night. Night. Peace, y'all. Love you. Love you. Oh, he was awesome. That was so amazing. Awesome. He's great. He is such an amazing yeah. artist, y'all. That stalker. Mm -hmm. oof. Man, Erica told me to stop. You right. <laughs> I'll be acting up all the time. All the, all time. the time. If it ain't Tori, it's me. I'm okay? saying. We just saying. I'm saying. But mm. no, that was an amazing interview. And I'm definitely going to get him on with Inday. I really did talk to her. And so. Girl, do it. Yes. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. But y'all, stalker, woo, child. I really like that song, for real. I, I do too. I absolutely, absolutely love it. Yep. All right, everybody. We are about to get into the next section of the show. We are talking about body positivity tonight. We're going to take a quick break. And then when we come back, we'll get into that conversation. So don't y'all go anywhere. We will be right back, y'all. Unless you talking numbers, we ain't speaking about the right things. Switch up on my nigga for a figure, that's not like me. Batty with a body in the lobby, she like nice things. She used to know me then, she like me now, that's funny timing. Eyes been on that prize, I cop that crib off for that timepiece. I'm trying to see the globe and sell out shows into the flight lead. They wanna ride my ties, but they ain't even ride or die, please. But I've been short on time and in the prime, I'm my prime easy. I said I never changed and leveled up, I guess I lied, yeah. Off that strain of potion just to feel like I'm alive, yeah. Mix that with that potion just to feel like I'm that guy, yeah. So know the one you talking to, you way outside your line, yeah. Go against the tribe, you lose your... Let me not even say this shit. I just ran out of my patience. I just got tired of waiting and got here myself. Niggas want me to believe in the dream that they see for themselves and still doubt in themselves. They might as well light up the L. High top on it. Rappers had anthems. Yeah, I remember. I wanna create or recreate that move. Okay. Something like um. Kick that shit. Power. 
To my people, to my people, got power, power. To my people, to my people, got power, power. To my people, to my people, got power. My people got power. The whole world is ours. Power to my people, my people got power. Power to my people, my people got power. Power to my people. Lately it's looking like everything perfect. Out the mud with it, I put the work in. You can find me where that turf is. Pin precision like a surgeon. Bad ones used to curb me. Showing up to the show in the curse split. She know that I'm worth it. I'm finna go up, I'm aerial. I got the hit stash, got a bracelet for impact. Real tricky, quick to flip a pretty penny to a thick stack. Quick stack. Think fast and I talk real. I give a fuck about how they feel. Me and Zay just dropped the propane and it sounded like massive pill. For my dog, I'ma ride to the wheels kill. Got his hand on the hammer, so keep it legit. I've been the man with the blueprint. I'ma stop till I own every brick. I used to lay out in the line just to feel the world spin on its axis. Now I got the access and the last laugh got it off of the passion. I keep it a hundred on the dash now that we got our subtraction. Slick talker, I'm a showstopper, you are not solid. Welcome back. Welcome back. So look. Anybody else be dancing during the break? I'm sorry. Yes, I'll be oh, no, eating the dance. I do. I do every time. Okay, y'all. <laughs> Take it away, Tori. All right. So y'all know we doing body positivity, as you guys know. So I came with a poem I wanted to start off with. I read this poem and I was like, you know what? That is so deep. Just starting off with this. So there is nothing more rare nor more beautiful than being unapologetic apologetically yourself comfortable in your own perfection that is the true essence of beauty what do y'all think of that i, I like think that's it. beautiful right? i think that's so beautiful it touched me a little bit i don't know i don't know <laughs> right because y'all know yeah y'all know we come all in all different shapes and sizes and all those things and we're our worst critic you know we talk about this yeah. all the time on the on the hot seat and um it hit me pretty deep because I just feel like, why can't we love ourselves? You know, and I'm not saying we we love ourselves, but we're always, hey, you know, maybe I should do this or, you know, is something like this wrong with me or or this or that. So, mm -hmm. you know, I just think that there are many things that we can do to kind of help us get through it. You know, yeah. positive, <clears throat> positive affirmations. I know this was a good one. Yes. Yes. You know. Stop comparing yourself to others. Yes, that's a, a big, big problem. I we agree. We get on social media, and we, you know, as crazy as like, even when I get on social media, I subconsciously do it sometimes, and it's not negative. Where it's like, oh, I like that girl's hair. Oh, I want that same hairstyle. 
or you know and i'm not thinking that i'm doing it but i love me but at the same time mm-hmm. you comparing yourself to someone why why are you comparing yourself to them yeah, yeah. i actually do think it is uh a lot of the media out there or people are so consumed with what's going on in the world people are so consumed with what they see on instagram or what they see in i don't know music videos and things like that and you would think like you know it's one thing when you're a child growing up and you know you're like oh i want to look like that i want to do that but i think that media or just the 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 world in general general there is such a heavy heavy you know i don't know it's just that influence, influence yeah, that makes people yeah. second guess themselves, make yeah. them feel insecure yeah. about themselves. You know, I'm not thick enough. I'm not thin enough or, you know, I'm not light enough. I don't have, you know, yeah. long enough hair or, you know, and I think that with that, not to mention there's people, you know what I'm saying? Not just what, you know, you're being influenced by the public, but then you would just have some people who are just small-minded, you know what I'm saying, and just um, make people feel bad about themselves. So I feel like, I feel like, and I said this before, it's a constant battle to stay, you know, strong-minded and to stay focused on just loving yourself because you have so many things that come at you, whether it is the media and the environment you're in or whether it's other people that you know may make you feel like that like you constantly have to reassure your own self that you know do the shit you know and i i I love it it's causing a lot of depression yeah yeah it is yeah because people are so consumed with it yeah people can barely get through their day without Without it. it i know you know, yeah, and and it. think about the people who are looking for likes and comments and, and yeah. things like that, you know, just to to make themselves feel good. Like if you're not liking my picture enough or if you're not, you know, commenting enough, then it mm-hmm. must not, you know, I might not enough. be enough. Right. So, yeah, yeah. changing themselves, like doing too much. They doing so that too, too much. Yes, That's indeed. So I sometimes even, even go ahead, Angie. No, go ahead. No, I'll go I was gonna to say that. I sometimes take myself off of social media for like a week, just cause I don't want to get on there. That's I don't want to see what someone's doing. Um, yeah. If I talk to y'all on the phone, I talk to y'all on the phone, you know. But other than getting on social media, because I found myself going on there every single time. Subconsciously, I was like grabbing my phone, going on there, put my phone down. 15, 20 minutes later going on there you know what I mean for no reason yeah. so I had to really take myself off of there for a little bit and now it's kind of a little bit easier for me not to go on there as often to see you know this girl who's because y'all know I'm skinny I'm I'm slim thick I call myself slim thick but y'all know you can go on social media and you see now the biggest thing is is thick women now back in the day before even social media was the ish it was models who were skinny and you know that was like the it thing now it's thick so y'all can only imagine, I mean, like I said, I love myself, um, but before you go on there and you see women who's thick, you can only imagine how I felt about that. You're seeing thick right. women and, and you're just like, oh, maybe I need to eat and get thick or maybe I need this. No, like I had to realize I have to love appreciate yourself. my body. Mm-hmm. It got me here moving. I'm strong. I'm healthy. 
And that was like a thing I really had to get into my mind space to say, hey, this is who I am, you know? Yep, absolutely. And that's funny that you say that, too, because honestly, I think, you know, even though social media plays a big part, I feel like that whole um, stigma about skinny and, and thick, that like goes back like a really long time. And mm-hmm. I say that because even when I was growing up, you know, even just talking to my mom and, you know, she talked about, cause you know, I used to be a majorette. I was a majorette in high school and, um, you know, I've, I've always had like big legs and things like that. You know, I've never been just like a skinny girl and, um, you know, like my mom would say back when she was coming up, majorettes were all skinny. You weren't fit. You know what I'm saying? That that wasn't like acceptable back then. And <clears throat> when I was growing up, I was probably about a, I would say a seven, eight, a curvy seven, eight. You know what I'm saying? At the smallest. And but still, you know, it was a struggle for me because, you know, my mom raised another young lady you know, who was like my sister, she was like a size zero two, you know what I'm saying? And so um, it was always that thing. I always felt self-conscious about my weight because I was thicker than that. You know what I'm saying? Thinking now I'd be like, man, I wish I was seven, eight again. But just saying back then I was like, well, I'm not small enough. You know what I'm saying? So this is something, you know, that people have gone through for a, a long time. Now it, my age now, you know, I'm embracing who I am. You know what I'm saying? But it took a long time to get there. There was a time when I was up and down with like different fad diets or not eating, only eating one meal a day and doing like 300 crunches and things like that just to make sure that I stayed, you know, a a decent size. So it's crazy, you know, how we are conditioned that way you know i'm thankful that that's not how i am now my goal now you know when it comes to my body is just being healthy but before it wasn't like that you know what i'm saying and so i think that a lot of women or not just women men too you know going through different things, it it depends on a lot of factors. It's social media, but it could be your upbringing. You know what I'm saying? My Mm -hmm. mom loved me to death, but she also was on me about appearance and looks and, you know, my body and not gaining too much or, you know, like you gaining too much, you need to stop. You know what I'm saying? And so it's it's a lot of things that contribute to that. Right. So um, I just think as individuals we have to learn to embrace who we are and then think about if you're going to make changes why are you making the changes is it because of someone else is it because you want to look like somebody else or is it for like health reasons or is it for like just you know being better i think that should be the focal point for people but i think people look so much at what other people look like what other people's curves are what they doing yeah, so that they're like, no, I want to look like that, or I have to have that, or my butt has to look like that, or, you know, my waist got to be this small. Damn it, if the Lord didn't make your waist that small, then it wasn't supposed to be that small. Yeah. Now, I'm an advocate for do what's healthy, okay? Exactly. Do what's okay. healthy. So I want people to love your body. 
But I also want you to keep in mind that when it comes to loving your body, I need you to figure out if where you are is healthy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I know that, you know, I've seen people talk about, you know, well, I love my body, you know. I'm overweight, I love my body, and you should absolutely love your body. But I do want you to be conscious and think about, is it healthy? Yeah. Right. That's my thing. I think that's the biggest thing I've I've grown to really learn is, is it healthy? You know what I'm saying? Because, like, fatty liver disease is real. Yeah. it's cirrhosis of the liver that's not caused by alcohol. It's caused by fat on the liver. You know what I'm saying? So people will be like, well, I don't have diabetes. I don't have high blood pressure. But is your liver healthy? You know what I'm saying? And you not- know, if you like, if you 5'4 and you 300 pounds, it's not a healthy weight. Yeah. You know what right. I'm saying? I want people to think about that. Love who you are, but also love yourself enough to be healthy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So that that's like a key thing for me. And we're not just talking about weight when it comes to body positivity. It could just be cosmetic things that you want to get done. Um, And that's a personal preference for people if you want to get cosmetic things done to your body. But um, I mean, really decide if it's something that you really need to do. You know what I'm saying? So. I was going to say, I bet you, if anything, if you change that one thing that you have a problem with, you're going to find something else about yourself you want to change. I bet that on everything. You find one thing, and you're like, you know what, but I don't like this. Why do you see these people with plastic surgery on their face? I don't like my nose, but I'm going to go ahead and get my cheeks done now. Okay, now I'm going to get my lips done because my lips don't match my cheeks that match my nose. And now you look like somebody totally different. No, okay. <laughs> That's sad. Yeah, some of those plastic surgery uh, things people be doing, they be going way left. Like, that's the thing. And I be wondering about that. It's like, how come when people get, like, plastic surgery, they just don't know when to stop? Okay, your left nostril was bigger than your right. You wanted it shrunk. <laughs> you really? wanted it smaller. You got it smaller. Now, what? now why you got to lift your brow? Not the, Why not you gotta school. reshape your chin? Okay, <laughs> that's all I'm saying. But you know what? Some people get surgery to get dimples. That be tripping me out. Girl. Listen, listen really? I saw the freckle thing. I used to hate my freckles all on my face. And then when I noticed they do tattoos, people doing tattoos that have freckles on their face, I'm like, wait, what? That's what, what I'm saying. I don't get it. The dimple thing, getting surgery to have dimples, I, I just... That's my opinion. I just think it's overboard. Right. I agree. If you weren't created with dimples, that means you was not supposed to have them. But it ain't that serious, though. It's not. For no dimples. That's silly. Or freckles. Tattooed freckles? Yeah, I saw it. I saw it. They were doing tattoo freckles, and it became a little, it actually became a trend. Last episode, I should have brought that into trends. Now, y'all stop adding them freckles on your face. I'm not for it. Them fake freckles. They fake. Okay. Yeah. I just that, that's a mess right there. That's it a mess is. right there. Like, come on, y'all. I will say this. You know, I feel like there's something about 
everybody that they would like to change or would not like. But I do think that, yeah, I do think that we have to find beauty within us, right? Because we are uniquely made. Everybody is unique. Yes. And what's that saying? You know, don't nobody like no copycats. We want the no. original. We mm-hmm. want the original. Exactly. Um, Unless you got a twin, y'all look alike. You can't help it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and this is not to say, because people be like, I spend my money. I can look how I want to look. You are absolutely right. Yeah. You absolutely can spend your money and look how you want to look. But, but really think about that. it. You, why be, are you that disappointed with what you look like that you have to reconstruct yourself? Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? Why why is that necessary? You know, embrace the beauty that you are the way you were created. That's true. You know, you know, one one thing when you like really love yourself and you have body positivity towards yourself, I don't know about y'all, but I randomly find myself complimenting people freely. Like, oh, I love I your hair. I'd be like, girl, girl you, you wearing that outfit. I do that. Yep. Hey, man, that's a nice haircut. You know, you find yeah. yourself doing that. And then also mm-hmm. I realize it comes back to you. Mm-hmm. You can be out and mm-hmm. about and say you having a bad day. You feel you look a hot mess and randomly someone is like, hey, that looks good. You working it. OK, right. it kind of it comes back full, you know, full fledged. But at the same time, you're just like, wow, you know, I'm over here just literally complimenting others freely. And I didn't even know I'm doing that. Right. But you notice right. that with body positivity, I remember one time, I'll never forget, I was in line at the movie theaters and it was these two women who they they had weight on them, you know, and um, I was in line and they were behind me and randomly they were just like, I love your outfit, your hair, everything you got going. It's just it looks good. And I turned around. And I said, oh, my gosh, I, I appreciate that. Thank you. But that showed a lot about themselves as a woman, as they were comfortable mm-hmm. in their own skin to even say that, yeah. you know? Yeah. So it, it takes a lot for you to compliment others. Sometimes some people ain't going to do it. They're like, mm-mm. No, but those be the people that's unhappy with themselves anyway. I agree. Right. I agree. Absolutely. I think that we all should compliment each other. I think that helps, too, with morale. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing wrong with looking at someone who looks nice or is yeah. dressed nice or hair is nice or whatever and just saying, you look nice today or you look cute. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because people need to hear that. You know, yeah. you right. never know who is walking around and may not be feeling good about themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's important to compliment and it's important to learn to love our flaws as well. Yeah. We have them. One of my biggest things, which I probably get fixed anyway, but only one of my biggest things I, I don't like is my gap, right? I've had it forever, my whole life, and I don't like it whatsoever. But I was like, we, we, we gonna get this fixed. I remember I went to a dentist and she was like, you want to close it all the way? I said, yes, ma'am. She was like, are you sure? I was like, yes. Tell me what to do with my, my teeth. I want to close it all the way. And now I'm like, maybe I don't need to close it all the way. But just I know. a little bit smaller. No. But, you know. Don't close it all the way. My, um, my cousin Miranda has one. And I, I love other people with it. But I don't like me with it. You know what I'm saying? So, um. It's crazy. And people are like, that's your personality. That's a part of you. And I'm like, 
We don't need <laughs> to make that smaller. We don't want that a part of me. We want to close the gap, you know, make yeah. it straight or whatever. But, um, you know, and it's not that big of a deal now, but it, it was for a long yeah. time. I was like, this don't have to go. But you see she talks about it all the damn time. Mm, I agree. Girl. She does. And ain't nothing wrong with it. I mean, like, it. if they could just come together just a little bit. It's just, nothing. I don't see nothing them. wrong with it. That's just my opinion. Because like, you can't yeah. really tell. I don't know. Like, I won't Unless I'm just, just looking dead into your mouth like Angie, you know. <laughs> I'm just saying. You know, nobody's really going to notice that. Yeah. But you yeah. noticed it's, it, and you wondering if people noticing it, too. Right. I, I literally, honestly, y'all, I sit there, and I'll talk to people, and I think that they're looking dead at it. They probably don't even care. Like, I my, I have a friend that I've had for years, and she was like, girl, I didn't even know you had one until you said something. So, but for me, I feel like when I talk to people, they like, Thicker. Okay, right but there, even if they are looking at it, that don't mean it's a bad thing either. That's true. That's but true. see, your yeah. other teeth not jacked up, so it makes right. You know, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. Now but if you had so jacked weird. up other teeth, then you okay. You know, some missing, some crap leaned over. Some I got you. I got you. Really yeah. though, so <laughs> I got a gap. You see that gap? I got. Bro, one. it's so tiny. I need, I need a Tory gap. I need a Tory gap. I got a gap. A Tory gap. gap. <laughs> a Tory gap. I'm gonna go yes, to the. I'm gonna like go a, to the dentist. I'm gonna be like, can I get Tory's gap? Tory gap. Tory gap. <laughs> um, They're gonna be like, what is a Tory gap? Tory, come in here. Can I get Tory's gap, please? Come here. here. Y'all comment right Y'all comment below. I want to know if you guys have any flaws or anything that y'all, you know, that kind of get to you time to time, but at the same time you love who you are, you know. I want some bigger lips. I want some big ignorant ass lips. You hear me? Not like some big ignorant lips. Your lips is cute no. now. You got no. cute lips. Look. These big lips. Well, I want some Tory lips, please. Some Tory Damn, lips. Tory. Tory, well, Tory, Tory gap and a Tory lip. <laughs> Y'all stop. I used to. I, I want some Tory lips. I Can we get the Tory really gap and the Tory lips? Grow up, growing up, I used to not like my lips because people were like, oh my gosh, you have full lips. And they would never say nothing bad. But at the same time, I was like, why are my lips all big? Well, and I, I want them so small. <laughs> well, I want Actually, I think they're super cute. Yeah, thank you. Wrong with your lips? I yeah, think they are super grown, cute. You know, growing now, up when you look different, you <laughs> like, okay, it ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> they cute now. They cute. They your cute. lips. Oh my god, y'all a mess, girl. Whatever. Mimi, what shows? You got a flaw? Even though I got you a love whole yourself, bunch of them. we all. Do. I mean, that's your opinion. <laughs> yeah, what's your flaw, girl? Uh, oh, so Just one. I don't know. I'm listening. I can't think of none, for real. <laughs> so, if you had a flaw, I'll say this. It came to mind. I was like, you know, we should have our flaw. Like, reframe your flaws as benefits. Meaning, for mm. instance... Mimi and Nell, y'all had kids, right? Mm -hmm. If you have stretch marks, the benefit is you had your babies, okay? Mm -hmm. So that is as of a benefit. So sometimes we should look at our flaws as benefits. And like even Angie said, 
we are unique. We're different. You know, yeah. we can't help that. I blame our parents. I blame our parents. Why? Mm-hmm. Who? No, she said why? Yeah, like, why? It's some of they fault. Because we got no. their jeans. You know. No. You know. Right. <laughs> they got a little bit of blame. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> I blame my Hispanic side because they don't got no lips. The motherfuckers thin <laughs> lips. Okay. I'm sorry. I blame. She I blame Girl, I blame a but I mean, side. but I mean, everybody goes through changes. So, case in point, my cousin right here, whichever way the camera is, she she right there, right there. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. So, of course, as people may or may not know, we're cousins, first cousins actually, and so she's older than me, and she'll never let anybody. Yeah, yeah I'm she older than me. Anyway, so <clears throat> like Angie has been there through all of my changes. So I've always been Kirby growing up. Having an older sister, my sister always bought stuff to fit my Coca-Cola shape bottle. Ain't too many fifth it going into middle schoolers got a liberty waist, big ass titties. And it's like, <sighs> but Angie and them didn't make it no better. Whenever I went over to their house, you would think that I was 20 and I was only 15. That's she how was I very was very curvy. Very, she was very curvy growing up. I think for, for Melanie, um, if we talk about flaws, I think for her, because she was so developed at a young age, then it was probably probably a lot of backlash from other females that she received that I think that kind of affected her more so. But um, male and was, female, yeah. So she, but she was definitely like my um, my little model because y'all know I, I I did freelance makeup, but I did make I've been messing around and making for a really long time, like really, really long time. So when she would come over, she would be the model for everything. All the makeup I was doing, <laughs> and then, you know, that had to go along with whatever she was wearing and things like that. So because me, I was older, she would hang out, you know, with me, and then, then I'd dress her up and dial her up and things like that but yeah in terms of like just like going to school and things like that I think she just got a, a lot of backlash from being very developed you know at for, a younger age at a young yeah. age and then of course yeah. life happened had a kid gained weight and I kept gaining the weight and then I kept gaining the weight and I got to a point like I was fluffy BBW. I was cute, but I didn't feel cute on the inside. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to get a breast reduction, but of course you got to be a size two in order for you to get a breast reduction. But I'm like, but these bad boys is hurting my back. Y'all don't understand. Most people our age are, you know, double D, double D, triple D. I'm somewhere up in the alphabet. I'm just going to say that. We're just going to leave that right there. And you know, I would call Angie and I would be discouraged because I'm like, Angie, I, I don't know what I'm going to do unless you just going to perform, take a knife and, you know, 
we're just gonna do this ourselves and figure it out later but anyway so i actually decided to do my research to uh do uh weight loss surgery and you know when i asked angie she was like you know it's really not my thing but if that's what you want to do i'm with you 100 percent yeah angie has been 10 toes down you know from the beginning of this journey i love you for that but um <laughs> but um angie has been very very motivating throughout my whole journey before i had surgery when i had the surgery after i had the surgery and different things like that and so going from 300 pounds now i'm 160 something pounds oh, give or take because i fluctuate and yesterday i was what a year and a half out from having you know the surgery and things like that so um you know i've had people close family was like you took the easy way out it's not the easy way out all the appointments that you have to do you have to with our program we had to go to a seminar you go see a you go see a nurse then after that you got to get all this blood work done then you have to go see a therapist you have to go see a psychologist you have to go see physical therapy and you have to go see a dietitian Wow. And, you know, you have to do all of that. And um, it was crazy because I wanted to do one surgery, but because I didn't have like diabetes and high blood pressure, you know, my surgeon was like, don't do that. Do this. She's like, you'll benefit better from doing the sleeve because I wanted to do the bypass. Um, but I wound up doing the sleeve. So my stomach is the size of a banana. And um You know, it's like you're learning your body all over again. A lot of people ask me, how is it? In the very beginning, it's kind of like having morning sickness. When you're reintroducing foods back into your, you know, and back into your diet, it's like if your body doesn't agree with it, it will reject it. Mm -hmm. um, so I kind of tell people, male and female, it's like, it's like, you know, somebody having morning sickness, if your body doesn't, and you know, I'm even at a year and a half, I'm still learning my body. I have found out like, like Neil, I'm just going to use you. Neil, I come to your house. I eat some chicken. I'm only going to eat, um, I'm going to eat some chicken just so you know, if I leave a big thing of chicken, just know if we go to the living room, I'm coming back to eat it. So don't you touch it. <laughs> don't you touch it. Um, one thing I have noticed, if I cook something, if I don't eat it while it's hot, or if I put it in the refrigerator, I have to eat it room temperature because certain foods, if I reheat it, it doesn't agree with my stomach mm. at all. Mm. Um, it's weird, but it, you know, different things like that. You find different alternatives. Um, being in this house, like I said, I do all the cooking. So I came home one day. I said, Mom, so we got mashed cauliflower, cauliflower rice. Da, 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 da. She was like, Did you get any other vegetable besides cauliflower? <laughs> I said, Yeah, we, <laughs> we 
got broccoli. We got this. We got this. She's like, oh, okay. She was like, you gonna cauliflower right. us out. Um, but um, like I said, it's been an amazing journey. I wasn't in the beginning. I wasn't going to document my journey from before I had surgery up until now. But I have, and apparently, I've motivated some people to either start their weight loss journey go back into that weight loss journey or even wind up having the surgeries themselves um, and different things like that. So, um, and no, no, the gastric banding, uh, T, sorry, no. A lot of people actually that had the gastric band actually, you know, the band actually corroded into their stomach. So a wow. lot of people are getting uh, revisions of either the gastric bypass or the gastric sleeve because with the band, it's it was sliding. Ooh, that type of thing. Yeah. And so, and then if it'll sit in one spot, it will corrode into their actual, you know, stomach and all and cause all kind of other stuff. So I a heard lot of, of that. So a lot of people uh that had the band um are you know getting revisions over to like I said, either the sleeve or the bypass. Wow. So, so yeah, but like I said, I love my tool. I'm still learning my tool and different things like that. So that's really good that you um explained that, you know, what you are. Hold on, y'all, excuse me. I had to block the Nazi in the chat. Um, <laughs> anywho. Wow. Okay. So, but yeah, no, it's it's a good thing that you said that and you explained that about the surgery because I do think that a lot of people think that that is the easy, you know, way out when it comes to weight loss and me being on my own journey and, and still on my journey in terms of weight loss, um, I can see that both are difficult journeys. It's difficult when you are transitioning, when you have to change how you eat or you, and you have to be consistent with working out and, you know, just that whole changing for what you're used to doing to, you know, something that's completely out of the norm for you right. and, you know, being consistent at it. That's that's hard. You know what I'm saying? And I don't think that people who may or may not have to deal with that struggle don't understand what you go through on not just the physical level but on an emotional level and a mental level like yes it does exactly your mental yeah so, you know what i'm saying it's like it's a lot you know what i'm saying it's a lot to keep going and reach you know reaching your goals and then when you have setbacks or you you know, you have stalling weight loss and just Man. feeling discouraged and feeling like I'm never going to get there. It's it's tough. It's tough. And I'm one of those people, I don't talk about my emotions like that. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I internalize a lot of things and I, I deal with it how I deal with it. I'm trying to work on that. But I'm so used to dealing with things myself. It's something that I don't talk about. You know what I'm saying? You just kind of like get through it like i'd be like me and god i'd be like lord jesus god <laughs> is coming to you asking for your guidance and some strength right now because today i want to just 
lay in the bed and not be bothered and be shut out from the world. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, those are my moments. That's how I deal with things. You know, give me 24 hours to fall off the face of the earth and then I'm going to come back and, and get myself together. But it's, it's, it's trying. It's, it's hard. It's really hard. You know what I'm saying? And you need like a support system. You really do. You need encouraging Man. people. Um, well, you got gotta, us. You got us. Yeah. I got a question. I, I got a question. <laughs> you so seeing a psychologist, right? What were some of the questions and stuff that they would ask you? So I'm curious. I really want to know because my cousin right. got it. My cousin got it done just recently. And she's in like on her second month. So I want to know, like, what are questions that they ask y'all? Is the psychology appointment to me was bullshit. Mm. I'm going to be completely honest. After I had the surgery, I understood why they did it. But when I got to the office, it's pretty much, you know, you sign in, yada, yada, yada. Then they stuck me in a room like I was taking the ACT, SAT. And I'm answering anywhere. I think it was like 200 questions. And it's kind of like, you know how when you take those behavioral um, assessments mm-hmm. for jobs and stuff like that? That's what it was. I ah, yeah. And then they would try to reword something. To see like, what you asked ask. method and question number two. <laughs> I ain't forgot, even though this is 119, you asked that in question number two. Yeah. So while you're sitting over there, they're usually still with another patient, actually talking to them on the other side. And I know every city, state, uh, you know, different facilities, they do their stuff different. So basically with uh, my psychologist, basically when she brought me over, she was like, okay, we're going to look at your answers. And basically, they were comparing my answers to answers of women in my age range. Oh, wow. And I checked out. But the part of the reason why they do that is because some of, some of the heavier people, so to say, you know, and different things like that, what it is is that for any of us that get the surgery done, they just want to make sure that you don't have a setback or that you don't go into a bad habit of smoking or alcoholism or gorging yourself and different things like that. Mm. So like, you know, a lot of people like, so what people don't know, like people that get like the gastric bypass, they still have their whole stomach in their body. It's just that their stomach is condensed to the size of an egg. Wow. People that get the gastric sleeve, they actually take our stomach out and it's the shape of a banana. So it's not like I can be, uh, excuse me, uh, Dr. Demu, which is my surgeon. I love her. You know, uh, can I get that back? She's going to be looking <laughs> yeah. at me like, bitch, no. <laughs> so... <laughs> So it's like you got to learn yourself. And like the first time I drank water, it got stuck right here. Because <laughs> the water was like, oh, shit, where do I go? And it sat there for a minute. Wow. <laughs> it wow. sat there for a minute. It's like, oh, we got a new way to go. 
and different things like that. So, you know, and I was like, okay, I'm not going to like this. Um, so I had, I had a nurse, uh, I had a nurse at home. I'm not going to say any names, but I had a nurse at home. And, um, when I got home, everybody around me was eating chicken. <laughs> oh get that's nurse that's me good. i was the nurse and angie was my angie was here with me the whole week she took me to the hospital that's not good mm. and what it was so victoria what happened is that my son was sitting close by mm. and i stole <laughs> a piece of chicken mm. Mm. did you pay mm. for it Actually, because no, because I just what I did is that I I put the chicken Absorbed in my mouth. Absorb the flavor. I did, <laughs> and Angie was like, "What you got in your mouth?" And I was like, "Nothing." You know, like a toddler. I know mm. uh, Chanel know be like, "What you got in your mouth?" And and I, Angie was like, "What you got in your mouth?" I was like, mm. and then my son just ratted me out. He's talking about I'm missing a piece of the chicken. And <laughs> <laughs> I knew the chicken was missing, girl. And so, Angie was like, and so I took a napkin and I spit it out. I just like, I was like, I just wanted the flavor because I couldn't eat it. I was but, like, your doctor said you were supposed to have this many ounces of protein today, <laughs> girl. Angie was great. Uh. I don't remember much of Angie the day of my surgery. I remember her that morning. I hugged them. And that's all I remember. Makes that sense. Day. They put your ass to sleep. I don't remember going to recovery. I don't remember none of that. I remember somebody touching my hand. I remember she had on a purple shirt. It was blurry. When I tried to open my eyes, I was like, okay, I think that's Angie. I'm going to go back to sleep. She going to absorb whatever the doctor's saying because... I'm not, I'm not with it. So, so uh, nurse Angie, uh, she was here with me that whole first week um, and everything. Uh, she teased me when we went to Walmart because I used one of the little uh, the electric carts. Yeah. She took a picture of me and a small video. Heffa, I will not forget that. <laughs> but I mean, I couldn't drive, so she was my driver. And you know, like I said, she was the greatest nurse. Uh, she had me watching some weird shit on Netflix, but she of know, course. I just I went over everybody. With, anybody I sick? Angie be watching Angie. movies. Angie be watching movies called The Killer The Killer Couch. Killer I did. Donut. I I did. The donuts had teeth. <laughs> They was attacking people. Should be watching some crazy stuff. And so, but yeah, um, but like I said, she's been there. And then, you know, the next week I still couldn't drive. My bestie took me to my doctor's office. And the one thing I will say about weight loss, everybody else is going to see your weight loss sooner than Before you will. Yeah. My friend Erica, the one that you guys always see in the comments, she took me to my first appointment and, uh, okay. And with that, she was like, you lost some weight. I was like, no, I didn't. 
She was like, I can see it in here. I was like, no, no, I still had the triple double chin here. I had actually lost 20 pounds in one week. So, wow. I'm happy. So, all right, y'all. We have gone over time by like 10 minutes, y'all. We could be talking forever. But we're just going to wrap up. I'm just going to kind of close out and say, you know, when it comes to like just this conversation was about body positivity, but it's really about, you know, you just learning to love yourself and not being influenced, you know, by people around you or social media into doing things or make you feel insecure about yourself. If you are going to make a change, and by all means, it's your body. You can do whatever it is that you want to do, but make sure that you're doing it for the right reason and make sure that you are taking a healthy approach to doing it. So with that being said, love yourself. And y'all, make sure that you catch us on social media Tonight, I'm not going to throw up all the handles because y'all should know how to find us. But (laughs) y'all should know by now how to find us. Okay. But if you don't, I'll post it on our page and y'all can find us there. We're on Instagram. We are on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We are everywhere. The Hot Seat Podcast. Uh, Twitter is Hot Seat Live. Okay. So. Make sure that you go find us, go follow us, come back next week. We always have something great to talk about. We never know who's going to come on and what is going to happen. So show up next Friday. We love you guys. We will see you, and we are about to get out of here. Next up at 10 p.m. Central Standard Time, 11 p.m. Eastern is going to be Hot Sugar Tea. So check that out. We will see y'all later. Love you. Bye. Love y'all.